0: God's Word. Listen to your heart. Follow your heart's desire. That is advice that damns a person straight to hell. Your heart cannot be trusted. Your heart is not reliable. Last week, I referenced for you Hebrews chapter 4, which describes God's word as being like a two edged sword that pierces our hearts. Because our hearts are corrupt. Before the Lord God flooded the entire earth because of its wickedness, we read in Genesis 6 that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Continually. What the heart wants, what the heart wants, some might say. Then listen to Jesus himself who says, What comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. So says our Lord Jesus. Your heart is a wicked, evil thing. You cannot rely on what your heart tells you, or your gut, or your intuition, for that matter, either. Samuel wasn't guided as well as he could have been, Samuel the prophet, by his, his intuition, his gut. What his heart told him when he had to anoint one of the sons of Jesse to be the next king in Israel. The kingdom had belonged to Saul, but Saul, out of the wickedness of his heart, disobeyed. And the kingdom was being taken from his family. It would go to one of the sons of Jesse. And when those sons were brought before, Samuel says that when they came, he looked on Eliab, the oldest, and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks On the heart. The Lord God can see what we cannot see. He can see the true nature of a person's heart. He sees your heart. Jesse sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. David, described as a man after the Lord's own heart. Something about David caused the Lord God to see him as one with whom he could identify. Now we know enough about David to know that he was also corrupt and sinful and wicked. The Lord God saw in David not so much what qualities his heart had on its own, but what potential the heart of David had. If we look at what we know about David. And these are things that most Christians know already. We see the kind of heart that the Lord looks for. First of all, we know that David was a shepherd. One who tended the flocks. It's told to us right there in our Old Testament reading. And David was described as someone who would shepherd God's people, Israel. That's how he would be a king. He would shepherd the people. He wouldn't be the sort of king who would force his subjects into hard labor or tax them ridiculously or force their sons to fight meaningless wars in his army. He would be a shepherd. He would care for those entrusted to him. You know, perhaps the most well-known story of David, him against the giant Goliath, the Philistine warrior who would go out and taunt Israel day in and day out. And finally, David it was who stood before him enduring Goliath's chance and said, this day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. And I will give the dead bodies of the host of the Philistines this day to the birds of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel and that all this assembly may know that the Lord saves not with the sword and spear for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hand. David was one who understood that he had a Lord God who fights for him. A Lord who fights the battles that he cannot fight. The battles that Israel cannot fight. We read of David and Goliath. And we think we need to be like David standing up to the Goliaths that we face. But David understood that it was the Lord God who stood up to Goliath. Who struck him with the stone that flew from David's own sling. David. A shepherd who knows that the Lord God fights for him. And then the most infamous story of David. His sin, his wickedness, which is terrible. He had an affair with a woman named Bathsheba. And then when she was found to be with child, he conspired to have her husband, Uriah, put on the front lines of battle. And then to have the other forces pull back so that Uriah would be struck down and died. That way no one would know when David, who would appear to be compassionate, would take Bathsheba to be his own wife. Their sin would be hidden. But not from the Lord Who sees our hearts. When he was confronted with his sin. David said I have sinned against the Lord. And The Lord's prophet Nathan said to David. The Lord has put away your sin. You shall not die. Those of you who. Join us routinely and sing our liturgy with us. Probably already know. Some of David's words quite well. For they're the words we sing after the sermon. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. David wrote those words following his sin with Bathsheba. He was not just an adulterer, he was a murderer, and a liar, a thief. But even a heart like David's could be made clean. What makes David's heart one after the Lord's own heart? It's a heart that is cleansed, that is made new. Create in me a clean heart, O God. And with those words, David asks the Lord God to do what God did at the very beginning, to be a God who creates. For you see, God's work of creation did not end on the sixth day, or on the seventh day when He rested. He continues to create, making new hearts, clean hearts, in his people, in you. Your heart's longing, your heart's desire, what your heart wants cannot be trusted. But trust in the Lord God who cleanses the hearts of his people as he cleansed the heart of David and made it to be like his own heart. In the gospel this morning, a blind man heard that Jesus was coming down the road and we read that he called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And they tried to shut him up. And he refused. He cried out all the more. Luke writes. Son of David. Have mercy on me. The son of David. Is also the Lord of David. The one who comes to break the power. The enemy of blindness. Blindness. And the blind man also comes to make hearts new, to forgive by means of his very own blood. It was way back in that very garden at creation when our Lord God promised. To Adam and Eve that there would be one born of the woman who would come to crush the head of that serpent. The one who crushed his head is the son of David. The blow he struck to the head of Satan was even more powerful than the blow from David's sling that struck Goliath's head. Because Jesus Christ has undone the power of Satan over you. He creates in you a clean heart, dealing in matters of the heart for you. Because our Lord God knows hearts better than anyone. It's fitting we turn to look to his word to find out about love. That was the word from 1 Corinthians 13 in our epistle today. Fitting that the word from our epistle should be about love on this Valentine's Day. Famous words, perhaps some of you had them read at your wedding. And we look to these words to... Know how God defines love. What our love for one another should look like. But considering the state of our corrupted hearts. The love that often comes out of us. Is the exact opposite of what Paul describes. Out of our hearts come love that is routinely impatient. Unkind. That often envies or boasts, that is arrogant, is rude, that insists on its own way. Our hearts produce love that is irritable, is resentful, love that rejoices in wrongdoing. But God's love for you is all of what Paul describes. His love for you in Jesus Christ is patient, kind, never envies, never boasts, is not arrogant, is not rude, does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. And it never rejoices in wrongdoing. You have been loved by God in the one Whose heart is always clean and pure, Jesus Christ our Lord, and in whom your hearts are made clean. Our Lord does look on the heart. When he looks on you, know that he sees what your Lord Jesus Christ has done for you. How he has cleansed you. How he has made you new. And this morning when we sing David's words, Create in me a clean heart, O God. Know that it is your heart that he speaks of. Cleansed in the blood of the Son of David. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.